Husker Nation, what's going on? It's your host, Brandon, here with another edition of the Big Red Nation podcast. And I am going to be doing a little bit of a preview of our game this weekend versus the Fighting Illini of Illinois, the good old orange and blue Oski Wow Wow. This happens to be our first conference opponent of the season, and I'm actually looking forward to this game. I always love playing the Fighting Illini. There's... uh, pretty personal reasons as to why I like playing the fighting line. I actually have friends of mine who live out that way and are fans of the Illini, so it's always good to, you know, when we beat them at any sport, to shove it in their face and say, hey, how about them Huskers? And they always respond with, I'm not a fan. That's just typical Illini fans. You'll understand if you uh, watch the game Saturday and you see the amazing crowd that is in the stadium. But in all reality, you'll see a bunch of empty seats. So, let's. Uh, before I dive into this game, I'd like to uh, give a special shout out to Husker Power and Big Red Nation. They are quality Facebook fan groups on Facebook, and they are awesome. Husker Power has been around for about f- four years now, I believe, since like 2015. They're up to 77,000 people, which is insane for a fan group of a college football team. I've actually done my research and looked through Facebook groups for different teams to see how big fan groups are, and I believe ours is at the top. I am an admin of this group. I'm very proud to be an admin of this group because I've always wanted to be an admin of this group, and I finally get the chance to be an admin. So... Now that I'm an admin of this group, I, you know, I'm pretty proud of it and just want to share my Husker fandom with all of you and promote this group because I want it to grow and to be about as large as the stadium itself. I also have my own group, Big Red Nation. Obviously, the podcast is named after that group. I started my own group just to see how well I could do myself. But we just got started not but a week ago, so it's still in its uh, infant stages, but it's continuing to grow as we speak. Um, Maybe not to the extent of how I would like it. I was hoping maybe I could get over 500 by the end of this month, but we'll see. Yeah, just got to keep searching Big Red Nation exclamation point. Look for uh, a Herbie with Scott Frost's face on it, and that would be us. So anyway, the whole topic of this podcast today is the discussion of our game this Saturday against the Illini. Now, I watched the game because, you know, I'm a nerd like that, and I like to watch opponents before our game as long as that's allowed you know like for example like i wasn't able to watch south alabama um because they hadn't played before us you know but i did look them up and i got some information about them and i kind of wish i would have started this podcast at the beginning of the year but now i'm three games in and this will be the fourth game but at least the good news is It's Big Ten play, baby. It's when the real stuff counts. It's when all the points, all the predictions, all everything just start coming together. Now, this is a good opponent for the Huskers to play. Um, 
I believe that if we go into Champaign and get the W this weekend, it's going to mean a lot for this program. It's going to be one of those things where it's going to be a big confidence booster, especially since we got the the mighty Ohio State Buckeyes coming to Lincoln next weekend, which I'm... We'll see how we do this weekend before I make any judgments, and I will definitely, definitely be talking about them next week on my podcast. Maybe I might have one episode, maybe I might have two. I don't know yet. It'll be a week-to-week deal where I don't know exactly how many times I'll record, but when I do record, it'll be pretty... It'll be pretty awesome because I like talking, as you can tell. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing this, and I like Husker football. And I like talking to you about Husker football because it's it's the greatest. Anyway, so I feel like Illinois matches up pretty well against Nebraska. I if On paper, it looks like these guys are pretty much equal. Now, the thing that the difference I believe why Nebraska is better than Illinois is, well, coaching. I think we have way better coaches, even though Lovey Smith did take an NFL team to the Super Bowl. Granted, they lost, and it was a team that I so desperately despise, and I'm glad they lost, because if they would have won, then I would have been really upset. And uh, if you guys aren't aware who Lovey Smith is, he was an NFL coach from, I'm trying to think, like the mid-2000s. He was a coach for the Chicago Bears where he took them to a Super Bowl in the year 2007. And then the year after that, I believe he was still a coach for the Bears before he ultimately became the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach. For how long, I cannot remember off the top of my head. I should have done more research on that topic, but... I think when I first heard Levy Smith taking over the University of Illinois, I thought, you know what? This guy might actually come in here and he might turn this program around because he has the pedigree. He's done it before. He's taken programs and, you know, not I'm not saying college programs, but he's taken teams and he's, you know, obviously he went to a Super Bowl and he's done pretty good for himself. And any coach that's an NFL coach transitioning down to college – I guess you can say is 50-50. It just depends, especially vice versa. When a college coach goes to the NFL, then that's usually not a good sign. But the best bet is a coach being an assistant in the NFL and then coming down to college level. That's usually where it takes off and succeeds. Now, I look at this matchup. I think our best matchup is going to be our offense and their defense. Or it could be vice versa. But, I mean, it's it's really a 50-50 deal. I think our defense is going to destroy them. I really do. Our, their quarterback, Brandon Peters, is a transfer. I Top of my head, I can't remember exactly what college he came from, but... He is a transfer. Uh, remember last year, A.J. Bush, one of a transfer from Nebraska who lost his job several years back, then ended up transferring to Virginia Tech, then ended up going from Virginia Tech to Illinois and being the starting quarterback for that one year. They looked really well 
playing against us. But then again, you also got to remember, too, that that was Scott Frost's first year at Nebraska. That was his first year trying to implementing a new system to these players. So, obviously, that usually, I mean, if you want a miracle drug, that usually sometimes works, sometimes it doesn't. But anyway, so, I think Brandon Peters is very hesitant from what I watched this weekend from the Eastern Michigan versus Illinois game. Now, Illinois just got off a loss to Eastern Michigan by a last-second field goal, and Eastern Michigan, credit to them, they've beaten a Big Ten team the last three years. Uh, I believe it was Rutgers, Purdue, and just last weekend, Illinois. So that team ain't no slouch, and expect Craig Creighton, the coach of Eastern Michigan, to be going somewhere else if he keeps this up. But as far as Illinois goes, I was not impressed. I was not impressed, especially with the quarterback. He sits back in the pocket way too long, and I believe if Nebraska's front line gets anywhere near him he's going to buckle under pressure and we can have a field day with him and he'll never be able to get some passes off and even if we even if he does get some passes off I have high confidence in our secondary that we're going to get a lot done this weekend we're going to shut the offense down and it could be a very nasty game from the beginning I truly think that this team is going to stunt as i as all the people say on illinois now granted it's a night game illinois does do pretty good at night historically i feel that our team is way superior even though the numbers do not show that i feel that we have more talent i feel that our players are hungry. I still feel that the Big Ten West is still in our grasp, obviously, because our only loss was to a team that is non-conference and has nothing to do with our Big Ten records. So I feel that Illinois is going to get spanked. Now, they have some playmakers over there on Illinois. Now, if you remember last year, thank goodness this guy, I mean, this is going to sound bad, but thank goodness this guy ended up getting hurt. Uh, if, I don't know if you guys remember Reggie Corbin when he was playing a little bit last year against us. He just, he was good. He's a playmaker and he scares me. As long as we can contain him. And he, as I saw last week, he was a little bit dinged up. So that might play into our favor. As long as, you know, like I said, the, our linebackers stuff them and our defensive line just puts a lot of pressure on them and holds them holds the line back and pushes them around and bullies them like like i know my our black shirts are bullies we can do this like there is no reason we should walk out of champagne at 11 o'clock at night with a with our heads down i think we're going to go in there i think we're going to throw up some points on them but i also feel that we don't need to be letting them up because they almost came back and they almost beat Eastern Michigan. Granted, Eastern Michigan's a MAC team, and I'm pretty sure Nebraska would just wipe them clean. But you can never take a team like that lightly. I would hope, let's say, for example, Illinois, or no, excuse me, Nebraska playing Rutgers even, they wouldn't take them lightly because you're not in Lincoln. And even if you were in Lincoln, don't take a team lightly, especially if it's conference, especially if it's your division, because you never know. Teams like that are desperate, 
and they're going to probably try some trick plays, and they're probably going to do some crazy things just out of desperation, especially since Levy Smith is more than likely going to be on the hot seat, especially after last week. So what we need to do is we need to contain the receivers, especially that Josh, I can't pronounce his last name, it's some big, long Imanatomaba or something like that. I probably completely butchered it, so forgive me. He's the he's the only wide receiver for the Alina that I can think of that made plays last weekend. I didn't see anybody else make any plays. Uh, between Dre Brown and Reggie Corbin carrying the ball, those got those are like the three playmakers. Brandon Peters, like I said, likes to stay in the pocket and doesn't really put up much of a fight. Now, if he gets time back there, then we're in trouble. Just as long, like I said, unless we somehow can give him, even if he does have time back there, as long as we can keep the receivers contained, we'll be all right. But eventually, the offensive line is just going to say, what the heck, you're back there for way too long, and he's going to tuck it, and he's going to get sacked. Or he's going to try to run it and not gain much. Because he's not very fast. At least I don't think. I could be wrong, though. Like I, From what it looked like, I didn't think he was very fast. Now, as far as our offense goes, I think we should open up the passing game this weekend. I think their pass defense is atrocious. I think that there's so many holes in that defense, especially their secondary, that we could just, we could literally probably put up four or five hundred yards of offense on this defense easily now their defensive line is usually the one that's supposed to be good but apparently they didn't get the memo last week that they were supposed to play defense and they weren't very good on their defensive line that's supposed to be their strong point but apparently that didn't happen and they just let a team like eastern michigan wipe them clean so i uh i'm really as i said i mean i said this after Colorado, I said one game at a time, and I'm still going to go with that, but after the Northern Illinois win, like halfway through the game, I was like, we are going to smoke Illinois after what I just saw. Like, if we play like we did last Saturday and then add the first half of Colorado, we're going to destroy Illinois. Illinois is not making it. Like, they're going to have an easy ride to the hospital. That's how confident... And how good we looked last game and then the first half of the game before. So with that being said, I'm going to give my score prediction. Granted, this has been like 15 minutes worth of talking. I don't want to talk too long about Illinois because it's just one of those teams that I don't really care. I mean, I care about obviously because I love giving crap to my friends that we, you know, when we beat them or when we're killing them, regardless if they come back or not, I just love giving crap about the Illini. But I do like the color orange, I will admit. Um, it's actually my favorite color besides red. So weird. I mean, I when I eat Skittles and stuff, I always go after the orange and red. So anyway, so I'm going to say... 49 to 24 Nebraska and those 24 points by the Illini are mostly going to come from when Nebraska stays on um what like from their like backups so 
With that being said, I just wanted to thank you guys again for tuning in to my podcast. Um, I'm going to come up with a reaction after the game. Probably be Monday before I post it. I'm probably going to record Monday and then post it. So, uh, again, guys, thank you so much. And um, this has been another episode of the Big Red Nation. Go Big Red, baby.